Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Karen Libby. Karen is a photographer specializing in visual storytelling, and I'd like to add a personal note here. Her photography will make you feel like you are an amazingly good-looking individual. (laughs) But I'm serious. Um, You have such a way with taking these pictures that your your way of of how you look at and, and work with light is crazy good. Thank you. It is. I mean, and so one of the things um, I love about what you do is that you use natural light. Whenever possible. Right. Yes. Right. You are natural light woman, not the beer. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's key, you know, to the kind of photography that I want to produce. And it really always has been. I I discovered that very early in the game, that the light was the key. Once you get that, you know, the, all the other aspects of photography uh, can fall into place. And, of course, there are many others. But if you don't have the light right, it's unlikely that you're going to come out with a good picture. So that, is this like a, a daily thought for you? Like every once in a while you're walking around like the light is so good right now. Like I have a feeling you think about this. I think about it when I'm in a natural environment and especially like during the golden hour or even in the early morning hours, there'll be a quality of light that is so special. And to be honest with you, the best typically days to photograph people is when there's a lot of cloud cover. Even a rainy day is good because it's like a big light box in a studio. You don't have to compete with the sun. And the, the sun's a beautiful thing, but when you have it creating dappled light and shadows on faces and so forth, you know, and you're out in the open with it, it can create results that are difficult to even manage in processing. So if you get the picture right and the light right in the first place, then the processing goes easier. And actually, the outcome is just better all the way around. Well, you know, that's funny and it's true because the the times where uh, I'm doing videos for something, you know, and I've noticed, and you've been to my place, I have like a thousand windows. I've noticed that when it's cloudy, I'm like, this will, this, this is good light, which amazes me. Well, another aspect of that is that the subject is not squinting. You know, they usually have oh, a much more natural look no on their face. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've had photographers that are like, I'm going to have the sunshine at you. And now, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> on days like that, open shade is ideal. You know, you just have to f- find the right positioning for it. But that's one, another reason I love to shoot pictures either in parks or near big buildings that have, you know, some kind of cover. Because, you know, probably I've taken more pictures at the Lower Muni building for that reason, as have many photographers in town. You know, you'll see a lot of wedding parties there because you can shoot there in any light. It is the perfect combination of God and man under any circumstances. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm giving away my secrets, and although many photographers (laughs) people know this. But that's interesting because— I love when I get to learn about other people's perspectives on things, you know, like I would not have been like, oh, Lower Muni, great lighting there. Like that would not have been something I would have ever noticed or thought of. Well, it's the fact that they have a lot of shelter, you know, with the roof, but there's all that open light and you're not competing with the weather. 
So I've shot in rain. I've shot in snow, 23 degrees there. I've shot in every possible condition you can imagine. Because, you know, a lot of times when the weather forecast isn't good, we'll reschedule. But that isn't always possible, you know, because there's a deadline or people aren't available uh, at the right time. So I just go with it. You know, I always suggest that not only is it a great location for that reason, but there's so much around there uh, in that area that you can utilize for different types of backgrounds and lighting. So I I kind of, that's my go-to first. That's so cool. And it's fun to go around with you because, um, so Karen is so passionate about what she does. And so it's so much fun to hang out with you because when you, you just, there's just such joy when you're taking pictures. I mean, you can feel it. It's like, it like emanates from your body. You're just like, oh, let's take a picture there. Oh, Mish, we got to get a picture over there. Oh, look at that over there. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. And I think the last time that we took a bunch of pictures together was at Paint Lewis, which was, that was so cool. Well, it was so cool because it's one of the most interesting, colorful, artistic events that goes on in St. Louis. And a lot of people have not gone there, not that was really my first seen it. time. Yeah. You know, firsthand, it's it's a great experience. I like to go, like it's on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I like to go on Sunday because you can meet the artists, still seeing them working, but the works are almost complete at that point. And they're kind of in a party mood. And I, I have to say, going there with you was a party in itself because you <laughs> knew so many people, so many of the artists, people have been on your TED Talks, people have been, you know, uh, in different areas of your life. And, you know, it was like, you know, you you were, I don't know why you hadn't been there before. I know, isn't you that You will go silly? back. I definitely will go back. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, I got to catch up with so many people on one day. How awesome. And a yeah. lot of photographers use the flood wall as a backdrop. You know, it's just a fun place to take pictures. In fact, I have a friend who had her wedding take there. Oh, what a cool she idea. She had a wedding there, that? and the backdrops were perfect. And it just fit who they are, you know? So that was That's exciting. such a cool idea. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Um, okay, so let's talk about the visual, tell the storytelling aspect of all of this. Uh, since I started taking pictures when my children were young, which is we're talking four decades ago, uh, I, I just looked at it as taking pictures of their life and what they were doing and, you know, how cute they were in a certain situation. Then I started looking at it a little bit differently. I started seeing it as a way to document, you know, their life and and what it is was going on in general, you know, in different things. I started bringing my camera to more events, you know, either with family or friends. And really, you know, now we talk about storytelling a lot, but back when I started, it was just about the photography But I became more and more involved in people's stories as time went on because more and more people would ask me to take pictures for them at events. Right. And when I decided to make this my profession, which was in 2008, I opened my business and just celebrated my 15th year anniversary this month. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. I decided I was going to take my passion and go for it. And the first year, you know, it was a struggle. You know, it was difficult because it was the recession, for one thing. And Oh, I, gosh, 2008, that's right. It was, yeah, people were like, oh, let's spend money on pictures right now. You yeah. know, there wasn't a lot of business. I'll tell you what did happen as a result, though, is I began to network a lot mm-hmm. because there were so many people off of work. Networking just exploded. Yes. And it forced me out of my home and into the community, which is exactly what I needed. So the recession for me was an opportunity, not only to build my business, but also to get to know people around St. Louis who actually were in so many different 
types of businesses. And personally and professionally, they just had a lot of things going on. Right. And one of the things I did during that period while I was networking is I shot a lot of headshots just as oh, a give right. back. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, just to be kind, you know. Right. Just to, uh, and it was also a good experience for me, you know, to learn about the best ways to go about it in the lighting. Because I did a lot of indoor shoots then, and that was more challenging. And I got, I always say, one of the things I love about photography is I get to be part of people's stories from the moment I start taking their picture. You know, whether it, it's that, you know, 5, 10, 20 minutes I spend with them, or sometimes those relationships start to develop at that point. Mm -hmm. And I photograph not only individuals, but I've photographed several families over the years. I participated in many uh, extraordinary celebrations, and that's why I do this. I mean, I love the artistic side of it. It speaks to me. It's part of who I am. But really, I wouldn't have made it my career if it wasn't for that genuine desire to be part of the story. I love it. And and every time I ever post any pictures that you do, uh, people are always like messaging me. <laughs> always. Who who I got will you introduce me? I'm like, "Yes." I mean, you know, because I think that people see I think one of the things you're also really good at is bringing out that that light that within the person, you know, that light, that joy. Um I mean, I look at pictures you do me, I'm like, "Ow." Oh, Look how happy I am. <laughs> I'm so happy and joyful. But it's fun. I mean, you make it fun and you ask questions. You know, you'll like just over at my place, you know, and you're like, oh, go over on that wall. Oh, go over in the oh, what what if you sit there? And you know, and we were doing costume changes. I was like putting on different headgear and all this, but it was just, it was a blast, I thought. Well, I'm so glad. Well, you're always fun anyway. You're easy to photograph because you get into it right away. You're you know, you're just a warm, friendly person, and you're very outgoing and extroverted. Not everybody's like that. Well, yeah. So sometimes when I meet someone in a park, for example, or even a family, it it will be the first time I've met them. Like I've been most of my business is referral, right. so they feel comfortable from that standpoint. Like I, you know, they know that this person that referred them is trustworthy. However, I, a lot of times I'll say to them, I don't know that I would meet a stranger in the park and have them take my picture. <laughs> I just don't know that I would do that. But, you know, but th that seems to break but, the ice. But, Karen, they look at you. I don't think that they get too like, oh, she's going to hurt us. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I've, I've been called approachable. You know, I, I feel like, you know, I try to be, well, I am a friendly, warm person. But yes. it's, it's always that icebreaker because, you know, I'm taking your picture. That's a big thing. I, I You know, right. for whatever reason— uh, whether you're going to take it online or it's part of a family experience, whatever it happens to be. And almost everything goes online nowadays. Well, so yeah, that's, exactly. that's something to be considered. But I'll tell you, the secret for me is I, I don't shoot for results in the beginning. I just try to get to know who I'm working with. And then over time, if a person's like, I don't like to get my picture taken, nobody would blah, 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 blah. You know, I get, I get that occasionally. I just talk to them a lot, you know, and I have them talk back to me. I take the pictures while we're talking. Right. Then yeah. you have more natural looking. Yeah. But I have to wait for the breath, you know. Uh, <laughs> true. Their mouth isn't true, open. True, true, true. <laughs> so I, I, that is actually something I... There's a whole timing oh, thing right there. Oh, very much so. Oh, much that's so. interesting. Another thing that we run into, uh, especially with groups, is that, you know, you want to make sure everybody's eyes are open at the same time. Right. So I, I have, have the, a problem with that. Well, and here's the key, here's the way to do it. And it, even with an individual, this can be an issue because some people blink more than others, or they yeah. might be nervous. Or I must whatever. blink a lot, and and I also the I I know when the flash is coming. Some if somebody's using flash, 
you know, I, I know in the flash, I'm always like, I'm going to blink before the damn flash. <laughs> and I try, I will try to keep my eyes open. I'm terrible at it. All right. Well, the flash the in, a, in an indoor location can be an issue. Yeah. For sure. And the secret is to do the one, two, three eyes. Okay. So, so I have people close their eyes and try to keep, a, you know, just a, a simple face like this. And then it's one, two, three, open. And everybody opens their eyes at the same time. And that can work with a group or an individual. Oh, that's a good idea. Because you're a little more relaxed. You're not, like, trying to perform while I'm taking the pictures. Right. You know when I'm going to take the picture. That's a good idea. Because sometimes you're just standing there, and you're like, I'm trying to keep my eyes <laughs> really wide open for when they click. <laughs> so all, almost all of the things that I'm sharing with you are either from experience, but a lot of them are just from observing other photographers and and understandings and do a lot of tutorials, things like that. I mean, do follow quite a few photographers who've taught me a lot yeah. about uh, the different things that I've learned. And I and, and a lot of it's practice, just years and years of practice. So what kind of fun projects? I mean, you always have fun projects. You, you've talked about, I mean, I know you've done some, gone to some really cool places for weddings. I remember you talking about that I hadn't heard of before. And what do you got going on? Well, coming up next week, I'm shooting a law firm and, uh, you know, the people that are part of the law firm, they're in the process of building a website, which is, you know, something I do on a regular basis. Yep. I've I've done dentists, I've done daycare, I've done lawyers, you name it. I've pretty much covered it. And it can be for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one Now, as far as coming up goes, um, I actually am taking some time right now. Uh, to shift gears with my business and to kind of circle back to where I was 15 years ago when I started it. And I'm I'm actually in the legacy stage of my career. And what I mean by that is a lot of my peers are retired or retiring. And mm -hmm. they're thinking about what do they want to do next? Right. You know, I've had all these years, you know, 40 plus years of working and hustling for business. Yeah. And, and trying to figure out what to do next. And I'm kind of at that stage now where I'm all about the passion. I'm all about, like, it's the old, why am I here? What can I do to leave behind? Yep. Um, because I've been, I participated in so many of these events with other people in terms of, you know, their legacies and what they're leaving to their families and, you know, what kind of career they'll be known for. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a little time to figure out what does that mean for Karen Levy? I love it. Because it's the first time in my life I could do this. Yeah. And I at last November, I said, you know what? It's time. So right now, I'm mapping out a plan for the future. Uh, you and I have talked about this before, and you actually participated in one of my, I call it photography experiences. Uh-huh. And the photography experience is actually usually a visual branding experience. It can be for any, any reason, but that's where it started. Because... I don't just take portraits of people most of the time. It, it becomes more of an experience. Like we might yes. we might go to different locations, different outfits, different scenarios that really help tell the story much better, that can be utilized over a long period of time for different reasons. And my dream job, to be honest with you, and something I really want to try probably in the spring is to do destination locations. <gasps> Oh, fun. And starting in, you know, mostly the region right, right now. I mean, it'd be fun to take it beyond that someday. Right. But let's start with the region and go to destinations where maybe I'll stay for two or three days and I'll invite people to come to that destination and really make the most of it. How experience. cool. And there's so many, like, kind of, 
I mean, there's some wacky places that, like, I'm thinking of wacky places that are just, of course I would. <laughs> what? Oh, why would I think of some beautiful look? No, let's go to this weird place. But um, but there's so, within driving distance, I mean, Missouri is a is really a beautiful state. Well, Missouri and across the river, you know, I yeah. mean, we have the region itself, it has so many opportunities. And I love the idea because this is fun for me because I'm at this stage in my life where I would, you know, basically rent an Airbnb for three days and then, you know, meet people in the vicinity for, you know, maybe half a day. Right. And and it, they'll be part of the experience. Oh, you know, we go to lunch fun. afterwards or I can have a little happy hour or whatever. So I'm I'm going to start exploring that. This isn't the ideal time of year to start doing it. It's a little cold out right now. Yeah. Well, and actually it could be a great winter idea if you have the right location. Right, true. Because the buildings around the location and the environment is what dictates whether or not it's going to work. So, you know, I've come up with these different styles to help my clients figure out, you know, where to go, what to wear, uh, how to how to showcase what they do. And I've come up with six different styles. And I love the idea of combining the styles with the locations. For example, the vintage is one of the best for the St. Louis area, especially the city. So if you look at, uh, you know, Lafayette Square, yeah. Soulard, on and on and on. Right. There are so many places that are ideal for a vin- – and I've done this before. It's like being in a movie. It's like being in a movie. Yeah. So you're the star of the movie, and you get to use those images for whatever purpose you desire. And it, I don't always just take pictures of the people. I take pictures of the objects, you know, and – different things that might be specific to what they do or what they love. It's like if you took a picture of my camera uh, or my lens, you know, uh, or, or in, in the case of one person, she is a leadership coach. And we did pictures of the books that inspire her, some of the jewelry that kind of uh, was the theme of what she does, a lot of stars, yeah. things like that. Uh, took pictures of pens that had the name of the company. You know, there's just a lot of things you can incorporate, get really creative. Plus I the scenario sounds amazing. Oh, I'm excited about it. Oh my gosh, that sounds like <laughs> I mean that just sounds like so much fun and it truly is storytelling about that particular person. So I have to ask you a question now. Yeah, okay, I'm ready. So just off the top of your head, how do you see yourself in a scenario like that? In a where I'm going to go around St. Louis and Tell well, this story, or you, you can just pick a place that you can resonate with that might be good for, say, a, a, a two-hour shoot. Oh my gosh, this is hard. So you know what? In St. Louis, the things that I get really attracted to are one, any of the buildings that have the ghost advertising on them. You know, <clears throat> my building has that. Like, there's you can kind of see like there's a there used to be a advertisement for some kind of gum. Of course, it's called King Bee Hats. You know, King, King Bee Hats were there, you know, that kind of stuff. So that I find interesting. Um, and then pictures that you would take, like not of Mish, but the things that Mish likes. I mean, it would probably be lots of hats. My gosh, hats and scarves. Um, I'm looking at my big Lebowski sweater right now. I love that thing. <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> it's like I had to have it. I'm like, Big Lebowski, I got to buy it. Um, I went to the Big Lebowski basket at, at the Sheldon. Fine. And then, I, and then of course, TEDx things. Yes. You know, that would we come did into that. play in this podcast studio. <laughs> right. Right. So we would be, go to the podcast studio, go to TEDx. We would do the things that, yeah. 
So it becomes How an experience. Fun. And it's an experience that has some something tangible for you to use Yeah, afterwards. like here's all the stuff I do, and this is what my world looks like. And of course, I'd have to have some pictures with my daughter, Mickey, because she rocks out, you know. Well, so. what I tell people a lot of times when we go on one of these adventures is bring whoever you want, bring whatever you want, and I'll photograph it. And we'll have fun. I mean, it's really the key. It's like you don't want to be stiff. It's like after the eyes are open again, right. you're yeah, relaxed. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, the more comfortable people feel in an environment or excited about an environment, maybe it's brand new to them, um, the more results you're going to get that tell the story. Now, if you took a picture of my um, 100th monkey team, we'd have to do it with me on Zoom since they're all over the place. <laughs> Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> like, no, I, cu I couldn't get them all together. I mean, I guess I could at some point, but one of them's in Honduras and one lives in Minnesota. We would just have to do like a Zoom. Hi, here's me. Well, with the you team. know, if you ever get together with one or more of them for any reason, that's a, a go golden exactly. opportunity to exactly. do something. Yeah. Um, and to have recurring, like ideally, I would have, and I do have recurring clients. Who, who perhaps would do this with me twice a year or right. you know, every season. It just depends on their business and what their goals are. But it, this is like, this is my legacy stage. This is what uh, I really want to do. I, you have pinpointed an amazing legacy. I love it. I just, it's, I'm so excited for it. Thank you. So tell everybody where they can find you. I am at KarenLibby.com. That's C-A-R-E-N-L-I-B-B-Y.com. I also have a photography website, uh, PhotographyByKarenLibby.com, that I'm going to be shifting everything over to during the year, just so there's only one place to go. But I've had the other one for so long that it's just going to take time. Gotcha. So uh, that is it. And I'm also on most of the major social media and platform. you can see all your your pictures are. Where are some good places to look for your pictures? Well, if you want an at a glance, Instagram is probably the easiest way yeah, to see true. what I do because it's, you know, Instagram is just one big gallery, basically. Yeah, right. But photographybykarenlibby.com is the place to see my, my photography, I especially the St. Louis area. Oh, you've got such great pictures of the area. Thank you. I but love now it. you're going to be... Oh, the other cool place. I can't wait to see it, Karen. I love it. I love it so much. All right, I have fun questions for you. So I happen to notice that um, you met up with Joe Edwards of the Delmar <laughs> Loop fame. And with that in mind, do you have a favorite member in the St. Louis Walk of Fame? Is there somebody that comes to mind for you that you're like, I like that person? Oh, my goodness. There's so many of them. I thought about this, too, because I was like, who? So is is um, Vincent Price on there? Yes. By any chance? Yes. Okay, because I like growing up, I was so intrigued by Vincent Price movies because they were so scary and weird. Yes. <laughs> and then when I found out he was from St. Louis, I'm like, what? How cool is that? And I'm sure Maya Angelou's on there. She's on there. John Goodman stands John out. Goodman. He's about my age. And yeah. He's just done amazing things with his career. And he's proud to be a St. Louisan. I mean, obviously, he's on a commercial about right. it. Right. So he's one of many. You know, Do you know there are 150 stars on the Walk of Fame? Are there really? No, yes. I didn't know that. And there are eight more coming this year. And that's how I got to uh, had the opportunity to talk to Joe Edwards because I was curious about that. Yeah, you know? and he was happy to share that there are eight more coming, and <clears throat> there will be um, probably eight celebrations when these people come to town oh, to see fun. their stars. 
And then he's going to be updating his book about the walk of uh, St. Louis Walk of Fame. Did he say who? Did he tell you who the eight are? No, he, oh, he didn't divulge. I honestly didn't ask. I was so excited just to get a chance to talk to him, and he yeah, was so he's gracious a cool and guy. friendly. He is a, he is an approachable guy. Very. He really is. Yeah. yeah, he was in the middle of eating lunch, and I was hesitant. But you know, once I started talking to him, he was like. You know, that's he's a people so guy. Cool. He really <laughs> like is. You are. Yeah, that's so cool. All right, now I have a fun, wacky question for you. Ready for this one? I thought about this one because, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Karen this because <laughs> this is not a question that we get asked as adults, but it's a question kids get asked. All, like, okay, ready? Yes. What's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> dinosaur. Oh, it has to be like one of the friendly, cute ones that are in the movies. <laughs> I mean, because the Jurassic ones freak me out. Most of the time. <laughs> There's probably a cute one in the Jurassic ones, but I don't remember. I think it's the, I, I don't know for sure, but I want to say Brontosaurus maybe, or is one of them. They're too big, that, but they're but sweet. They're like, but they're yeah. like the plant eater How about ones. Barney? Isn't he a dinosaur? Barney's a dinosaur. <laughs> he was very nice. I, is Barney still around? I oh, think probably. Barney, I don't even know, but Barney was huggable and lovable. Yes. I like Barney. Yes. Barney it is. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, if somebody asked me that, what would I say right now? That's a new one. Okay, so kindness, which Karen Libby is definitely about kindness. Um, just a top of mind thought of kindness. So so something you witnessed recently, you gave kindness, you received kindness. Tell me a kindness well, this story. is an emotional story for me. Um, okay. I actually photographed an event in the Civil Courts building last year. Uh, it was a celebration of life. And the woman who was honored is still living. And she wanted to have the celebration of life uh, with her friends and family in this location because it was special to her. And it was one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever photographed in my life. It was just Pure everything about kindness, love, uh, generosity, um, and courage. Oh my gosh, it was remarkable. Um, not only did I photograph the event, I spent some time with the woman, and it was just—I don't know—I get chills even talking about it. But um, the the woman who hired me to photograph the event ordered several uh, books that I created of it. You know, oh, how cool. so I did photo books for everyone, you know, who was there. And it was it was something like nothing I've ever experienced as a photographer. So she had the ceremony. You took all these pictures and then she created books from that. I created the books. You cre I mean, Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you created these books of all the pictures of that day and then it was sent to all the people that went? As far as I know. What uh, a cool thing. Yes, I, I it was about 16 books altogether. So. Oh, my gosh. It, that's awesome. It was a great idea. I mean, I hadn't, I didn't have the idea, but I thought it was a great way to but share with everyone. What a fun thing to participate it was, in. It was a, a very, it was a fun event. It was a joyful. It was kind. It was beautiful. Everything about it was extraordinary. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Very cool. Well, Karen Libby, you know how much I love and adore you. Well, it's so, totally mutual. <laughs> thank you for being on my podcast. I so appreciate And I love that you were here now when we got to talk about legacy. Same here. It's going to be an incredible year for a lot of reasons for, I think, a lot of people. So let's hope so. <laughs> Follow her on Instagram, everybody, so you get to see all the amazing pictures. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mish. It's so fun to be here. Super appreciate you in this world. I'm glad <laughs> I get to be here at the same time as you. So Me thank too. you. 
All right, everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash Podcast. Go out, be kind. And if you want to see some beautiful pictures, check out Karen Libby. Everyone have a good one. Bye. Bye.